As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza. Like I promised, I have a very special guest today, but before I let her introduce herself, if you are new here, welcome. Simpin' After Dark is a podcast where I pick my favorite music, whether it's a song or an album. I get into the lyrics and then I use those to kind of explore different conversations about relationships and love, heartbreak, um, all that messy shit, all the good shit. And yeah, introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Almond Milk Honey. Welcome. Um, you can call me Brandy if you need to. Thank you. <laughs> Use my name at all. <laughs> Thank you. So excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so you make music, so you'll I feel like you'll fit right in with all this here. We yeah. like to just simp and get in our feelings basically. Just get super vulnerable. There's nothing that is off topics, pretty much. Today we're going to be actually talking about your song that is dropping tonight. By the time this episode airs, it'll be dropping tonight. It's called Miss You. We'll play a little clip of it later. Um, but for now, um, what else? I guess I could give a rundown of the rest of the episode. I guess we'll mostly be focusing on kind of spiritual stuff, like spiritual psychosis and how... Sometimes people go too far deep in that rabbit hole and it can lead to like the alt-right pop pipe pipeline. And um, also we're drinking a little bit, so I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me stumbling over my words. Um, yeah, and also narcissism and uh, the wifey paradox. I forgot what it was called. It's a TikTok. I was going to talk about it last week, but I did not have enough time. We have a lot on the menu of topics, so we'll see what we have time for. Um, but to start off, Miss You, can you tell us a little bit about what the, the song was inspired by, what it's about? Yeah, so Miss You is one of... The first songs that I wrote last year that is part of going to be of the new album. Mm-hmm. And basically it was just, I was just writing in my room and my boyfriend was on tour 
and it was the first time that I experienced like the whole tour life in a relationship. Oh shit! So yeah, I was just I just missed him. Aww, and so I opened so up Logic. I found some cool like sounds put together, like the production, and just was kind of it just came to me, and it was super simple. And then a couple months down the line, we like built the whole world around it, and, like went in on the production, and yeah, it's just like it's just like a cute and fun song about missing someone and like maybe being a little bit crazy about how much you miss them. Relatable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like that's so normal for girls, especially to act a little crazy when you're missing your boo. Yeah. And like trying not to be crazy. Oh my God. But you feel a little crazy. The more you try, it's just like, oh, yeah, I can't not. <laughs> I think literally everyone relates. So. Yeah, definitely. And I love that it's still like upbeat and like, you know, you can still like dance and do all that. It's so cute. I love the production, all like the little Thank sounds. You. Like there was like this one little sound in it. I like don't know what it was. It's like, yeah, I think at first, texture. yeah, like during the course, I think it first drops in or something. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I love this. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's I cute. Yeah, had some amazing like producers helping me like put it together. So that's so dope. Well, I'm sure everyone is looking forward to the album and more songs dropping. And I'm honored to have you here to kind of promote your first song from the album. That's so exciting. Um, But yeah, so the tour life, I can't imagine dealing with like having to have your boyfriend gone for so long. That must be. So that was your first time having to deal with that. First time ever. Had you ever been like on the opposite side of that? Like where you're maybe like off doing like anything like that? No, not yet. Um, Definitely not yet. But... Yeah, it was just, um, it's just, like, a whole different world, and, you know, like, I guess, I guess people could relate if they're in, like, a long-distance relationship, because essentially that's what it is, but you might even have less time, because the other person is just, like, working, and they're exhausted, and then there's, like, time zones. Oh, yeah, the time zones, too, so it's probably harder to even match up and FaceTime or anything. And you, and, like, there was a period where I had to... like figure out how to make it work for me with my life here because like I would want to stay up and wait until he's awake and then we can talk but like Uh then I wasn't getting any sleep yeah it's like just not realistic you have to figure out how to like still keep the focus on your own life yeah I bet did you guys figure out any kind of way to like still see each other anything I mean like Yeah, we would have FaceTimes when we could and stuff. Um, I think it was just, like, being aware that there's going to be, like, a lack of communication. And just, like, giving each other the grace to, like, know that it's okay. Yeah. Is he back now? Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) Happy for you. (laughs) Yeah, I like when he's home. (laughs) That's good. Do you guys get to see each other more often now? Yeah, I mean, we are, like, when he's home, we're with each other all the time. That's good. That's good. Happy. Love that for you. I guess we can (laughs) go ahead and play a clip of the song then. That little thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that 
cute. It's a bob. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so that's definitely relatable. I know all the long-distance relationship people can relate to that. I've definitely talked about that on here before, but I feel like it does give, like, a chance to figure out new ways to bond and maybe get closer and strengthen the relationship in other ways because I feel like it forces you to have to maybe express your feelings more. Yeah, and, like, also, I mean, like, I remember, like, what it feels like when you're first dating someone and yeah. you never want to tell them how you feel you never want to be like hey I miss you but exactly like, it's okay. <gasps> true was this did he go on tour when you guys were already kind of had been dating for a while or was it still kind of new um I think we were like a year okay yeah. so it was like it was like solid already. yeah I don't think it would have been like right oh, oh my god no that would be so hard and like I don't I don't know if I could have, like, handled it. Yeah. If it was, like, oh, you just meet someone and they're, like, on tour. I don't... It feels crazy, right? Like, I just met someone. Like, that's such a huge risk to take. Yeah. Especially, like, if they're going to be gone for a while because it's, like, gambling, like, six months or however long it yeah. is. And, like, is it even going to work out? Trust them? Yeah. I can imagine that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but... Yeah, like, that's... <laughs> it's hard, so... Yeah. Yeah, there's but a foundation already there, which helped a lot. That's good. Yeah, and I'm sure it just was so nice seeing each other after, so... Yeah. It's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> all right, what else about this song? I didn't write down any lyrics, but um, I can't wait till it's all on Genius Lyrics. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so do you make a lot of your music in your room? Is that how everything is inspired like that? Well, you know, all my older music was stuff that... Um, I mentioned briefly before, but, like, I was signed to a label, like, right away after my first single ever. And so a lot of that was, like, you know, sessions with people that you don't know and, like, just writers and producers in and out and you never see them again. And um, for this album, and, you know, I've been independent for almost two years now, it's been more about, like, what feels real to me and less about, like, making songs that are so good like yeah. they're gonna get so many streams they're gonna be a hit it's, it's like more expectations like, on it yeah and it's like well what do I like what do I like to talk about what do I like to sing about and like learning how to produce and all that so a lot of it is stuff that I've made at home and then I had a, I found a team that would like help me bring it to life okay and make it listenable yeah and, like hear my ideas and be like okay we'll go here yeah, because I'm sure at first it's, like, you put something down and it's, like, you have an idea of what it is in your head, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, you need help You're to not sure bring that idea to all the time. And yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that's, like, frustrating for, like, people that are first starting with writing music. I don't know. Like, did you have to deal with that? How oh, long have you been sure. making music? Um, Putting out music since, like, 2019. Um. But, like, writing lyrics and poems and stuff was, like, pretty much my whole life. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's a whole journey and having that experience where it was like very industry heavy before I kind of knew who I was as an artist yeah. was, um, really hard. Yeah. Cause especially like getting signed right off the bat too, yeah. that probably like didn't give you enough room to yeah. see for yourself, like what you want. Yeah. And then I mean, like, to be. 
you're, you know, I'm writing with, like, people who have won Grammys and, like, have been, uh, like, made these incredible songs. And then I go independent and I'm like, oh, my God, like, can I even write a song that's yeah, good? I'm sure that's scary. And so it's, like, it's just personal development and then, like, learning how to let go of, like, writing a song that's so good and just writing a song that you love. Yeah. So I feel like this song, Miss You, has been, like, really organic and just, like, You've just been dropping yeah. snippets on TikTok and, yeah. like, giving people a little taste of it. And it's super catchy. So I'm sure everyone's been waiting and is super excited for it. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get into some of this. Yeah, let's do it. Some of this crazy shit because it's a lot. All right. So when I talk about spiritual psychosis, I feel like I've seen different things a lot on TikTok but also, I mean, I guess most of it starts from TikTok. That's why I love TikTok. It's just, it opens your eyes to so many crazy topics, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember earlier this year, Teal Swan, who is like a spiritual leader, like trauma. She, she called herself something. I was watching part of her documentary on Hulu last night. She was like, I'm a pain specialist expert. I forgot what she said, but it was like really weird. I'm like, what are you talking about? But she basically funded a documentary about herself. It aired and it made her look really bad. And then everybody on TikTok was just like dissecting it, like ripping her to shreds because she just came off like, oh, my God, you guys need to watch it for yourself. I'll explain one clip that I saw. I didn't finish watching it. But this guy, she's having a retreat with a bunch of people and they all look at her like she's literally Jesus Christ. Like, I swear to God. And they interview her followers and like the way they talk about her is like intense like they're just like teal like oh my god like she's everything she's literally like somebody literally was like she's like i picture her like jesus christ i'm like wow (laughs) y'all need to take a step back but so it's a retreat and this guy asks her like who do you look up to right i feel like that's a normal question everybody should look up to someone even if you're like the best in the field and then she got really defensive and told him basically like okay so if you went around the world And you found the fastest runner out there. And then you told them, like, well, I don't believe you're the fastest runner because you don't look up to another person that's a runner that's faster. So I just take offense, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, are you telling me that I'm not safe because I don't look up to somebody? Like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, starts cussing at him. I'm like, whoa, lady, like, take it down a notch. But it was just so narcissistic, so I could see why people were saying that you know because sometimes on tiktok things get taken out of proportion so like yeah i wanted to take a look at it for myself and like even just not even finishing the first episode i feel like there's like a few like maybe four episodes i was already convinced like this lady is a wild so i feel like people professional welder shana ford used vr training developed by forge fx to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And I'm also super into like cults. Yeah. Like that shit fascinates me. You know, I was literally thinking the other day. I've been thinking about it a lot. It's been coming up a lot. I feel like we're in the age of cults again, but it's like (gasps) so rebranded. Oh my God, you're right. Because think of like the way that people have these followings on social media and they're not always bad. You know, they're like people make really good, they're good influences, but there are some people who- Like stands. Stands. Stand behavior. And some of it, like, you know, it's fun. And and I hate like the the whole thing where people just like shit on anything teen girls love. You know, I think stand culture can be fun, but I think sometimes when you're young and impressionable, it can be a little bit cult-like. Yeah, because there's the ones that take it too far and it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. Like, to the point where they're bashing people online that they don't know because, like, they said something slightly off about their fave. Yeah. Like, (laughs) why are you going so hard like the cardi and nikki stands are so wild like they're everywhere on twitter like everything i see about like cardi i'll look in the comments and it's like all the nikki stands like saying shit about cardi and it's like something that nobody was even talking about the other person and like they just come rushing it in like it's their whole life's like devotion yeah which is like i get it like you love maybe you love someone that is like an artist or you look up to them but some of it is just a little bit much. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> reminds me, too, like, when you were talking about your song about, like, missing someone and, like, learning to, like, still have your own life. Yeah. It's, like, the same thing. Because, like, it is, like, natural when you love someone to want to obsess over them and make them your everything. But, like, if you take a step back and see you haven't, like, prioritized your own life and you've been stuck yeah. in this bubble, that's scary. And I think also, like if someone is healthy mentally they want you to like have your own opinions on things exactly and like you know it's never fun when you see someone getting attacked for like saying something bad about you i'm just like you know people can say what they want to say and yeah it's just better to ignore it yeah have you ever had anyone say anything bad about you Oh, my God, girl, like, (laughs) (laughs) come on now. Oh, my God, wait, spill. Yeah, I mean, well, I've been in internet presence with a platform for years. Yeah, we were just talking about your viral picture. Yeah, yeah, we were talking (laughs) about that. And, um, yeah, I've I've had a platform for a long time and super young. And I've had moments that, like, I have just said dumb things that, like, those were good learning moments people being like holding you accountable for what you say 
Um, and then there have just been other times where, you know, people just, they don't like you and you know, people look for a reason to demonize you or like even glorify you on the other spectrum. And it's like, yeah, it's just what the internet is. Yeah. And you just kind of have to ex- accept it now. Just like learn to navigate it. Yeah, it's hard. Because yeah. it's like, you kind of just have to know yourself. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And just like have people around you that can keep you grounded and remind you to just yeah. be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what I feel like if you don't you could or if you have yes men mm-hmm. which reminds me of like kanye and like this teal lady like everyone around her is just like enabling her like they would have like meetings like at the dining table where like everyone's just like egging her on like she's just having like a meltdown every day and i'm like what is happening right now and the thing is like people don't realize that is so harmful for you like it feels good to have people yeah. telling you you're not, you don't do anything wrong. You're perfect. We love you. But it is so bad for you. Yeah. It literally makes you, it can lead to like spiritual psychosis to where you can think that you're God. And I feel like we're seeing a lot of that mm-hmm. right now um, with like Kanye and Trump and yeah, people just wanting to believe everything that they say. Like even like Andrew Tate, like if you he's back on twitter and i was like oh my god so i went to go block him but i just like (laughs) went to his timeline just to like look just because i was like curious and seeing all the replies of like these boys is mind-blowing they're literally like andrew tate the top g my lord and savior he saved my life thank you so much i'm like what the fuck did, did he do for you and you know what that's specifically hilarious to me in the sense that like people love to make fun of teenage girls for being stands, but like look at these incel boys the way that they're behaving because the stuff that they will like swallow and then believe themselves from like for example andrew tate is so alarming yeah like the way they literally glorify him and think he's their literal lord and savior and he's like trying to be like what he just like converted to islam or something i think I'll be honest, I don't know anything about him other than, like, his general, like, rhetoric. Yeah, no, he's wild. I just didn't, like, seen people stitching stuff. Because some girl stitched some guy that was like, oh, we forgive you, Andrew Tate, because, like, you're our brother now. Like, um, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what they were talking about. But the way that men are so quick to just forgive him because they think that he's better now is just crazy to me and then how you're like comparing it to like teenage girls and just like girls in general anything Mm -hmm. that like girls or women do is just like shunned or I saw a video talking about how guilty pleasures are always like centered around feminine girl things things yeah and then like when do you ever (laughs) ask a guy what's your guilty pleasure yeah and if they're always are like oh rom-coms I'm like Like, why? And then simple pleasures are all, like, things that guys like. So I was like, that is a good point. That is a great point. Yeah. That says a lot. And back to, like, the spiritual psychosis shit. Because one of the videos that I sent you was about this girl talking about how if you're in a relationship and you're talking to your boyfriend and he's saying things that you don't want him to be saying, here's what I want you to do. Like, giving a step-by-step. 
She's like, I want you to just like focus in your head and picture him saying all the things that you want him to be saying. If like if he's saying he doesn't love you anymore and he doesn't want to be together, I want you in your head say like, I love you, like I want to be with you forever. Basically, something like that. From what I remember, I was like so shocked. Like that shit is not normal. It's borderline like schizophrenic. Like I don't really know the details of schizophrenia, but like I have heard of people that go too far deep into like the spiritual shit and end up schizophrenic i mean that is so like when i saw that it's unbelievable for many different reasons yeah um levels (laughs) but i just feel like maybe you aren't doing it in a toxic way which like i don't see how how pretending what someone says is something else isn't toxic but maybe you aren't but like you probably shouldn't be around others. Yeah. Um, I just feel like that is so unbelievably, like, not even, like, just narcissistic. It's it's very delusional. And then it's also, like, you treat people as if they serve to just reflect whatever you want to hear. And that's not life. Yeah. And that's not what another person's value is. Yeah, and it's kind of just, like, taking away everybody around agency yeah like exactly. they're telling you they don't like want to be consent, with you they're yeah. like everything yeah like it takes a lot to tell someone i don't want to be with you anymore and then you're sitting there in your head just like blocking it out like rewriting the story i mean that sounds really scary it's kind of abusive <laughs> that's really scary i would not want to deal with someone like it's that. abusive like if it was like a man doing that shit to a woman like it would be abusive and i yeah. just think it's like the manifestation girlies taking shit too far like there's like you know i believe in like manifesting and all that but like like everything you got to take it with a grain of salt and know that it can only do so much but you can't sit there and change rewrite what's happening if someone's saying they don't want to be with you just like let it go that's too far and like work on yourself and i feel like this all stems from like all of this like the people that like fall for cults or like Mm -hmm. spiritual like the faux spiritual leaders it's all people that are in a really broken, vulnerable state that are seeking some sort of guidance and seeking to fill this hole in their heart. And they can't figure out where to do it. So they're just like so susceptible to anyone telling them like, oh, if you just think hard enough, like you're going to make everything better. Yeah. Which is fucked up. I was just talking about this the other day, like with people who are specifically like mentally a little unwell or they're on like the verge of like they just need help mentally with their like mental health some of this like spiritual stuff can can really do so much harm and just because like it's hard enough when you're dealing with mental illness to know what is real sometimes and like adding in this other because like I went through it with like law of attraction stuff I was so like I can't think about anything bad or something bad will happen to me. It got scary. It was very obsessive and it was very invalidating towards like me healing through things. And I'd be like, I never went through that because I don't want to attract it. Right. Yeah. It's like, it just, it like hinders your ability to like be a human being. To learn how to process the good and the bad. You can't just push down all like the negative thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm so grateful when I see like people like the actual spiritual people that say it's okay to have negative thoughts like 
You're not going to manifest something bad happening yeah, in and your you life. It's like, it's such a relief yes. to hear somebody say that. And, and I was just going to say, like, if, if you are this person, because I can't tell you how badly I needed someone who also was spiritual to tell me, like, it's okay to yeah. have moments where you're depressed or you, you're going through, like, you're trying to heal your trauma and you're working through it. You're not going to attract that. And, like, yeah. it's okay and, like, you don't have to like because I know I was I would just feel so scared yeah like you're already having these negative thoughts and then on top of that People you're like, like fuck I'm gonna make gonna something bad happen yeah. like what if you have OCD like you have and intrusive exactly. thoughts like exactly. uh, that cannot be good yeah so I just think people that are having these huge followings need to be held accountable more and I'd like to see more other spiritual leaders like call them out on it because you never know how young these people are and young people are very impressionable. You don't know what these people are going through. I think, and like even um, Teal Swan talks about at one point, she's like, and I realized like what a money-making industry this is because mm -hmm. she has like millions of followers. So I think people just see that it's a growing industry and that it's like very profitable and they don't think about, like, who's on the other end of that. Like, there could be, like, literal, like, suicidal teens listening to you. Just yeah. going through shit. And it's just, like, so dangerous. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there's another. I feel like these all kind of over overlap. Like, the spiritual. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain where the overlap is. But the spiritual and then, like, the Christian couple type of tiktok slash youtubers <laughs> there's a lot of crazy shit i've seen on tiktok i don't really go on youtube too much but luckily people post the clips on tiktok for me to see um but okay so i've also seen i don't know if you've seen people that talk about like the spiritual stuff and then like the divine feminine and masculine and it starts to kind of sound just like these super Turfy. Yeah, well, it's herpy for sure. <laughs> and then, like, the, um, like, Christian values. Like, when people start also talking about, mm -hmm. like, high energy or low energy. Like, if someone was like, oh, Almond Milk Honey's music is low vibrational. Low vibrational. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What does this mean? Like, do they think someone's, like, sitting there, like, inputting bad vibes into, like, the music or into also, the movies. And it also goes back to like, okay, even if something is low vibrational, do you think that life is just about only having high moments all of the time? Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah, it goes back to like toxic happiness, like toxic positivity. Yeah, just spiritual bypassing and pretending nothing bad exists. Yeah, you're just like setting people up to not know how to deal with negative yeah, things exactly. like you can't just like every time something bad happens put on some high vibrational music or a high <laughs> vibrational show and like everything is going to be better you can't just high vibe it away so yeah. it's really weird and I, I see like how it can lead from one end to the other end with like a lot of these femininity coaches and there's some that like I could fuck with I can respect they have some cool things to say mm -hmm. but some of them just straight up like sound like conservative repackaging christianity yeah i'm like what is this yeah. like talking about just not casual dating like no sex before marriage like don't like that one girl that went super viral she was talking about like men don't like loud women <laughs> <laughs> like 
what are you talking about? Like, it's so fucking weird to sit here and say what all men like. Like, there aren't, like, millions of men out there married to a lot of ass women, and they don't love it. Like, And my thing is, like, so you're saying you want to fundamentally change who you are as a human being just to attract a man? Exactly. Like, okay, so you, you caught him, so now you're just going to pretend forever? For what? For the rest of the relationship? Because now you're not even being loved for who you are. Exactly. Like, this is a lose-lose situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you winning? I know you and don't think catching day, a man was winning. One day the jig is going to be up, so... <laughs> I guess not unless you fake it forever. <laughs> Apparently that's their plan. It's really weird. And then there's just the straight-up Christian people that are just like, this is what it is. They don't try to repackage it as spiritual or divine, feminine, whatever. They're just like, we're Christian, whatever. And I sent you that one TikTok that I saw of, like, a couple on YouTube. They're talking about, like, their first domestic dispute. And I was, like, looking for it after on TikTok. I, like, typed in, like, Christian YouTubers. And there's, like, a whole genre on TikTok of people, like, doing parodies of them. So <laughs> I was, like, cracking up because they're too on point. Um, but basically, it was, like, their first dispute. They're married, and the husband was, like, on a long flight and he got home or she called him and he was like what's for dinner or something and she was like well there's like pizza or like i just made a sandwich for myself like whatever and he's like well i kind of want a home-cooked meal after this long flight and she's like okay like what do you want he's like well i wish you would have anticipated my needs like i wish dinner would have just been ready like you should know that after a long flight i just want a home-cooked meal and that this meal should be ready for me by the time i get home and then at the end, they're like, all right, now it's time to compromise. Like, first of all, my mind's blown. They're, like, recording all this, and, like, you see this, and then you upload it. And then their compromise is, like, he's like, maybe I'll, like, think more first and let you know my needs, maybe. And her compromise is, like, she'll anticipate his needs more. Like, it was just so It wasn't wild even a weird. compromise. Yeah. I was like, does she know? It what a compromise is. That video was honestly appalling to me. Um, I don't understand it. Like, I can't say it's surprising because, like, I grew up with a super Christian, uh, like, household. Oh, really? And my parents, yeah, and it was, like, that was, like, normal rhetoric to be, like, the woman provides for the, it's, <laughs> like, basically does provide for the man. <laughs> and the man <laughs> just, like, brings the money and whatever. I literally was just thinking about that today. I was, like, men, like, they talk about, like, they're the providers. And, like, women provide in other ways. Oh, my God. And, like, they're always on the clock in that type of yeah. dynamic. And, like, I can't say I'm surprised because I know pe I've grown up with people who end up being those people. And then I've been, like, taught by other people, this is how you're supposed to do it. And it always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And... I just, like, can only hope that by her posting that, like, she sees how many women are, like, this is not, like, you're not an equal in this I dynamic. I doubt it. I feel like they probably already have, like, a bunch of subscribers. Because I feel like I've seen their videos before. I was looking for one that I told you I was going to send you, and I couldn't find it. And I can't, it was more about, like, sex, though. And then that's when I sent you the other one, the mm -hmm. other younger girl, where she's, like, the most dangerous thing you could do. Or what'd she say? The most messed up thing? One of the most evil things a woman can do in her relationship is withhold sex. And I feel like this was around the same time there was another video going around of another woman where she's like, the most dangerous thing you could do. I'm like, why are you guys talking about it this way? Like, it's <laughs> dangerous and evil. Like, 
dangerous? Like, why? Like, what's going to happen? First of all, autonomy is never dangerous. Yeah, like, like it's so weird. And then the one that I sent you where she's, like, the most evil thing, Tuffy, actually, I don't know if you followed Tuffy. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, stitched it. I don't know if you saw her stitch, but she was like, okay, like, so starve then. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, people are literally comparing sex to food and water, like, a basic need. Like, basic needs, food and water and air? You're going to throw sex in there? I mean, and... I think there's a difference between like having needs in a relationship that you need to feel fulfilled and loved and happy, right? Like maybe you're a sexual person and like you need to feel connected, but like that still doesn't mean that you get to demand that the other person gives you the things that you claim that you need. Yeah. And then like to promote like that rhetoric that it's dangerous is like why is that dangerous though like if you don't give it to them what like are they what, gonna, they're gonna cheat are they gonna beat you up like maybe you shouldn't be with someone who is gonna create a, dena- a dangerous scenario yeah that don't. doesn't make sense dangerous like that's like such specific language to use and to call it evil like i think anyone that's been on tiktok long enough has like figured out that you know, because we've all heard that rhetoric growing up that like, oh, once you're married for so long, like sex goes out the window. Yeah. And then you even like maybe like for myself, I know I can say this for myself. I would be like, that's fucked up. Like, why? Like, you should still be having sex. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you fucking your husband? Because they always make it seem like it's like the husband wants to have sex mm-hmm. and the woman doesn't want to. But then, like, growing up, and then for me, like, it was mostly TikTok, like, at my big-ass age that, like, (laughs) it opened my eyes. I'm like, this is why these women don't want to have sex with their husbands. It's because of, like, what was that word that everyone was talking about? Incompetency? No. um, Weaponized incompetence. Incompetence. Yes. It's like, okay, yeah, because they've been cleaning up after this grown-ass man for years while he pretends he doesn't know how to do shit around the house and it's not why hot. would she want to fuck you that's not hot that's not hot to like, be somebody's mom and then obviously you don't want to fuck them yeah you feel like you're their mom exactly like there's nothing intimate about that like foreplay is so much more than just the literal shit you're doing when you're starting to have sex like it starts yeah. at the beginning of the day i've seen somebody say that foreplay starts like the second you stop having sex or yeah something like that. it's like leading up to the next yeah i was like that that makes sense because it's like yeah in the morning like a phone call at lunch like whatever it's the way you're talking to each other all day long and then like people are realizing for the first time that like if you treat your partner with love and respect like they might want to like <laughs> wow like mind-blowing who could have thought which is like hilarious but bless these women and i feel like probably a lot of men see it and it is opening their eyes so good for them and good for those women but then there is the men that don't and they fall into like the pipeline of well i'm a man and that's not that's not masculine for me to help around the house like my job is to only provide financially which they just need help because yeah that's a lot to undo yeah it's crazy and I, I just saw something too about like um thanksgiving somebody was like make sure to involve your sons in like the preparation of the food and make sure to make them help clean up afterward and stuff too and it's literally little things like that mm-hmm. it makes so much sense i feel like i've talked about it 
on the podcast before, but I was dating this guy and they were having like a family dinner and like literally the men were just like not doing shit. I was like getting so irritated and his mom was like, like throwing shade at me because she knows that I'm like feminist and she's like, oh, Ashley, he's going to hate this. (laughs) I was like, yeah, bitch, you're right. (laughs) And it's crazy how women just like reinforce that behavior. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Yeah, like, especially like some moms. Yeah. I could never like I could not thankfully I've never been in a situation with a mom like that that of like a partner. Never. But I could never do it either cuz I'd also be like it's weird. How much of this have you actually unpacked and like reversed in your head that you're not expecting me? Yeah. To act the same way that maybe your mother did. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Like they're literally just trying to pass him off like all right well i'm i'm not his mom now so once he finds someone she's gonna take over mom duties for him like that's not what happens in a relationship the girl isn't there to take over mom duties like you're supposed to be a wife and a partner like we're supposed to be equal in this shit together and that's why i hate all this like divine feminine masculine shit because it's just like reinforcing the worst setup you could possibly have in a relationship like that shit is just not maintainable and the thing is like if if that is how you are naturally like for me I love doing things that are like considered more of like the woman's role like in my relationship like yeah and even like with this situation where the guy was expecting his wife to have a meal and then he threw a fit when she didn't do that yeah like I've done that for my boyfriend like I know he's coming home from a flight from like a tour and I'm you know doing something really cute making sure there's food ready but that's because I want to and he would never expect that yeah let alone like punish me exactly and I'm sure like you want to do that out of just the kindness of your heart because he makes you happy but once that expectation is there like it's not even you're not even the gesture isn't even like pure yeah because now it's not like something you want to do it's just something that has to be done or else yeah you're not a good wifey and that's i think that's the difference is like a lot of women do want to do certain things that are considered it's like so natural i feel like yeah to want to do those things yeah and and maybe you don't either way like but telling other people and like trying to influence other people to be like this is how you should be is so crazy to me yeah it's crazy to think about that like these girls are like influencers like spreading this type of mentality around like, just trying to, like, prep young girls to just have to be this certain way. And the craziest thing to me is, like, I, like, because I, all my friends, if my friends are listening, they're going to be so annoyed at this part because it's all I talk about now. Like, I'm in therapy. And <laughs> I love it. Good for you. And um, my thing is, like, when we, when I've watched these videos you've sent me, I'm like, these people are so untherapized. Like, they're so unaware of themselves. Yeah, I feel like they haven't really taken the time to think deeply, even a little yeah. bit, about anything. And, like, even about how things make them feel. Like, I mean, at the end of that conversation with that the YouTuber couple, like, their compromise, like we said, was just, okay, you should know how to anticipate what I want so I don't have to say it. Like, that wasn't even a compromise. You're just agreeing to what was originally the problem yeah and like the thing is like anticipating someone's needs like that's fine but the way he was saying it made me feel like 
I was a server for 10 years and like that's like a service job anticipate the guest needs and that's like the felt like it rubbed me the wrong way he made it seem like that's her job to anticipate his needs like she needs to be anticipating his needs at all time it's like okay if if she has time she'll get to it like why are you making her feel like she did something wrong and like is it that hard to speak up for yourself yeah like just say i'm sure if you would have just asked she would have done it she even said that she's like if you would have just let me know but maybe like why don't you just let me know what you're thinking and then and he's like no like that's still not enough for him like she has to read his mind and you can tell he was not over that like he's (laughs) he's revisiting that like that was not the end of the conversation you know he'd been thinking about that since his body language like he got angry all over again i was like "Mm." yeah he was getting all passionate again (laughs) (laughs) i was like Sir, I need you to take it down a notch. Yeah, she is a not bit. your living maid. Yeah, like, I want to free her. I know. I, I need to go find their channel and figure out if they're like together. Like, well, they're married, so they're together together. <laughs> but if anything has happened since then, I'll give an update next week. Yeah. <laughs> but what it seems like to me is just like this is who they are, this is what they're like. And that also reminds me of that other TikTok that I sent you about that girl. I wrote down her name. Um, George is an angry girl. That was her TikTok um, where she's talking about how like a lot of these young girls that end up in marriages very young. It's because of like this pressure, mostly from religion Mm -hmm. to only date like one guy, maybe two guys, Mm -hmm. just find them and then marry them. And then they're stuck with this decision that they made when they were like 16, 17, 18 years old, like really young. And I don't think people realize how young you are when you're that age. No, because when you're that age, you, first of all, you didn't even listen to anybody else. I know. They could tell you, be like, screw you. Like. And it's so crazy how, like, back then, even, like, high school felt, like, 10 years long. Yeah. And then after you graduate high school, the next four years fly by. And you're like, yeah. damn, I could have done high school two times over now. And now, yeah. now it's 10 years later. And, yeah, I don't think they realize how much you change from, like, 18 to... 28 just 10 years later and to pick someone and make it through and i know couples that have done that so shout out to alexa she's been on the podcast my cousin (laughs) and like they've been together forever i think she was older than that but it takes a lot of work to grow up with someone it's like a conscious effort to grow together and to allow each other to grow and then to decide like do i still love you because you could be a completely different person at the end of that and you most likely will yeah so it's hard and especially i think it works if like you've gone to therapy or Mm -hmm. if you take the time to be self-aware and reflect but i feel like a lot of these people that are like divine feminine masculine and oh like i'm super christian like i don't think they think that deeply about shit it feels like they just take it as like what it is and it has to do with like being so hardcore about a religion because you just like take what's on the paper on the book and you're like that's what they said it is so that's what it must be without questioning it I feel like it's like ingrained into your brain that it's not good to ask questions Mm -hmm. like I know I grew up Catholic and just asking questions like I never got the answers that I was seeking like nothing made sense to me I would ask questions and they would just kind of like shove it off like I was trying to have a deep like conversation and nobody would be able to entertain it especially being a girl growing up with that if you even ask the question like that act in itself was seen as like 
rebellious. Yeah. So I feel like it disencourages like critical thought Mm -hmm. or for you, like independent thought. Yeah. Because it's okay if you believe these things to an extent, like it's okay if you are Christian or if you're spiritual, but like it's important to question what you believe and why you believe it. And that's how you, I think, gain like a deeper, like a sense of whatever it is you're practicing is by asking questions. Like that's like why that guy, when he asked Teal about who she looks up to, like that was such a red flag. Cause if she can't even say she looks up to someone, then what are you doing? And There's honestly, no way nobody I, in the world. I, I'm not gonna lie, I've said that before. I've been that person. But that was when <laughs> I was very untherapized and like see, but deeply like, like in my own shit. So yeah, that's proof. Yeah, like see, but like you grew and like you learned. Like yeah. I say on here all the time, like I used to be a pick me, like and that's like you have to learn and grow to un you have to unlearn. It's a lot of unlearning. And I think that's what people are uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, like, with Teal, like, she's a grown-ass woman. She looks like she's, like, in her 30s, and she still has this mentality. And she has, like, people – she does live events with, like, thousands of people, like, Mm -hmm. hundreds of people, and brings people on stage. And she's not even, like, a licensed therapist or anything and does this healing for them. And she looks up to nobody. Like, that's such a red (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a red – it's a huge red flag. yeah. I'd be like, so your only reference is yourself. Like, that's crazy to me. And it's like, not even like, okay, if you want to think you're the most like spiritual person alive, because she is like, um, I don't know if she's like clairvoyant or like she can read people's minds, whatever. So she's like, I've never met anyone that could do it like me. Like, okay, but you don't look up to nobody in no other way. Like there's nobody that you look up to. It doesn't even have to mean that they're better than you. Just you have to like, look up to somebody or admire somebody and I I feel like if you if you're incapable of admitting that like there's room for you to learn or grow like that says so much about you and you're most likely like a narcissist yeah especially as like a spiritual leader type of person I feel like anybody that was actually spiritual would know that like you don't know anything like you have to be constantly learning so that's a red flag if you're like Following somebody that has that mentality, it's a red flag. That's a narcissist in hiding. Be careful. <laughs> yes. Um, so we can talk about the wifey material paradox now. It kind of ties into everything. And actually, I have it. Let me see if I could play it on the Bluetooth. Called the WMP, the wifey material paradox. And the wifey material paradox is essentially... When men will say to a woman, like, you know, why would I buy the cow when I can get the milk for free, right? Essentially, why would I marry you if I'm getting all the benefits of uh, of marriage, of being a husband, right? Like, you cooking for me, cleaning for me, having sex with me without me having to marry you, right? And, like, to a certain level, that has, like, a little bit of merit, we'll say. It's still stupid because you buy the cow so that no one else can get the milk for free. But like that, we'll we'll push that to the side for right now. But when men say that, and then women respond with, "Okay, well, fine, I won't do all those things. I won't cook for you. I won't clean for you. I won't have sex with you until I do get a ring on my finger. Until I am married, right?" And then y'all respond to that with, "Oh, well, that's why you single. That's why you gonna die alone. That's why don't nobody want you because you you're not gonna put in the work." 
like, what do you expect women to do then? Like, how? what's the solution to that? Because if they do the wifely duties before being a wife, you're not going to marry them because they're doing the wifely duties before being a wife. But if they don't do the wifely duties duties before being a wife, then you won't marry them because you don't know if they'll do the wifely duties. Like, what? what is the solution? Like, what's the solution, fellas? I really want a man to come on here and tell me, all right, how are women supposed to navigate that? Because the only solution I can see is that you never cared about marriage in the first place, right? Like you never cared to marry in the first place. You only dangle marriage as a little carrot in front of women's faces. Like, I know you care about this, so I'm gonna hold it here, but like, I'm never gonna marry you because that's not important to me. But keep it being important to you. Like make it important to you, but like, it's never gonna be important to me. So like, how are women supposed to navigate that? Because like, as a man, I don't know how I would navigate that. Like as a man, I would have the same response that women have. Like, well, fuck it. I'm not gonna do none of that shit then. I'm gonna just be single because this is bullshit. Like, I really, I really want to know, because that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever, and y'all know it doesn't. And yet, y'all will continue to push that. And then again, going back to what I said, you buy the cow because you are the only person that wants the milk, right? Like, you you want to get the milk exclusively. Like, that's why you get the cow. But I just, I want y'all to answer, like, because that's a paradox, bro. You can't bullshit your way out of paradox. You can't double standard your way out of paradox. Can somebody answer for me and tell me how women are supposed to navigate that? Because there's no sense to be had in it. He spat. He spat. Yeah, that was real. <laughs> and it's so true. Um, how have, do you want to get married? And if you do or don't have your feelings about marriage changed over time? I mean, yeah, when I was like a teenager, you think you know everything. And I'm like, I'm never getting married. I'm never having kids. When you were a teenager, you felt yeah. that way? Now I'm like, I would love to get married to like someone that makes me want to get married. Yeah. I wouldn't get married just for the sake of being married. Like, there's no purpose to me for that. Um, yeah. But he was just so like, he made so many great points. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important to know who you're with. Because I know, I think this was in one of the other videos that we will talk about, about, like, girls staying forever. Oh, yeah. Before yeah. they get a ring on it. Absolutely yeah. not. Could not be me. Because if that's what you want for yourself, you need to have that boundary or you need to know this is something that you're both working towards. Yeah. So kind of like a timeline. Yeah. Versus, yeah, I don't know if you watched the show, The Ultimatum. Yep, I do. <laughs> yep, I talked about it on here and um, with my friend Steph. She's a licensed therapist, so, like, she's always just, like, calling out anything, like, toxic I'm saying. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, like, ultimatums are toxic. So we're like, okay, so, like, what's a healthier way? And she was like, definitely just having a timeline and it being, like, your expectation and then setting, like, okay, I would like to be married and communicating that and working towards that versus like, I need a ring or else. So I loved clearing that up because that show, it was just like fucking crazy. But and, and like also when you get to that point with someone where you're giving them an ultimatum, like do you even, like for me, I want to be proposed to because they want to marry me. Yeah. Not that I had to tell them you're either marrying me or I'm out of here. Yeah, What's like you should have just talked about it by now and like had like, okay, when do we want to be married by? Like have a plan. You need to have a plan. Like if yeah. you're not having plans in your relationship, it's not really going to be going anywhere. Like there's not going to be a direction. It's just kind of, it's just going along kind of at that point. I think people are scared to talk about like 
those bigger topics too like I mean unfortunately there are so many stories of women who like end up not being able to have children because they spend their whole lives in a relationship with someone they didn't realize didn't want kids god and then you that blows my mind I'm like how did you guys never talk about that and that's exactly it and and I think that also has a lot to do with like women wanting to be that perfect partner that doesn't like come on too strong or too domineering so you're scared to bring up these things that like like the cool girl the cool girl yeah you want to be a cool girl and you don't want to talk about like hey i want to get married do you want to get married and also people are scared to do that earlier on yeah which is like you should but i can understand why that would be i think there's a way to do it i think it's less like oh i want to marry you and it's more like you know, marriage and kids, if that's something that's important to you, being like, this is what I want for myself. Yeah, without having to be like, with you. I yeah, with you. <laughs> we I need to have five babies. kids. We're going to have yeah. five kids. It's like more like, well, I want kids and I want to get married. So that's out there now because mm-hmm. then nobody can pull the like, well, I didn't know. Like, how was I supposed to know? You know? Yeah. So I don't know. But the wifey paradox, yeah. That's crazy. Um, I remember I stitched something on TikTok one time, too, because this girl was, like, cleaning up, like, her Sneaky Link's house, like, vacuuming and everything. I was like, (laughs) girl, not the Sneaky Link. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard to, because I get what he's saying, and I do kind of feel like there are wifey versus girlfriend duties, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's so hard when you love someone to not to do all the wifey duties for them but I don't know I guess you just have to like set boundaries for yourself yeah I think it's like not doing things that you don't want to do because I like I said that's kind of a fine line yeah and if you are just doing things because you feel like it's gonna make you look better maybe just don't do it unless that person maybe that's something you guys have talked about but yeah. yeah, it is hard because, I mean, when you love someone, like for me, I just want to like do everything for them right. to make their life easier. Yeah, but I guess that's a good thing, too, if if you are like having boundaries, because if you're wanting to do all this stuff for someone, then most likely it's because they're treating you right. Yeah. But then it's like you just got to make sure that you're not doing all this stuff just so that they will love you and keep you yeah and like respect yourself and like it sounds so preachy but it's only from experience and learning that I can say this but like respect yourself enough to only do these things for people who are reciprocating and it doesn't have to be in the same way but if they're showing appreciation and gratitude and they're saying thank you like don't settle for someone who's not and you're just like I'm this unsung hero. I'm a martyr for doing all this. Like, it's not cute. And it's like, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah. I like can't stand when people try to be the martyr either. Cause it's like, you're doing it to yourself. Like at some point you have to like take a step back and sometimes you're doing it to yourself. Exactly. Like we've all been there, like just doing the thankless jobs. Like even if it's like roommates or like living with your parents at home or like it could be in a relationship, whatever, like doing something and then getting mad about it when you're not saying anything like and that's as an Aries person, like <laughs> when I see people I love and care about in that situation, it's so hard for me to like deliver this message nicely. But I'm always <laughs> like, girl, you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And like sometimes people just need to hear it like that. Just like straight up because yeah. <laughs> you can't be complaining and not saying something. 
and yeah and like life is just about balance because then it's also like speaking up but is there like such thing as speaking up too much when it comes to your boundaries I don't know I don't think so but I don't know I guess it's like I'm just like neurotic so maybe some things it's my Virgo I'm just like when it comes to doing things around the house like it has to be done my way I'm a Virgo Mars and I'm exactly the same way it's it sucks because like it feels like sometimes I have to like take a step back and talk to myself and be like okay it's not that serious yeah, but like, for me, to it's me, serious. it feels serious. <laughs> it's serious. It feels like life or death <laughs> to me. It's real fucking serious. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm like, is it worth it? Probably not. Probably not. Like, is it? You know? I don't yeah. Know. I guess I it mean, depends on what it is. My boyfriend will be like making the bed, and like even if it's his, it's at his house. I'll like redo it and make it. How I oh my god! Yeah, I'm exactly the same with like making the bed or just like. Loading the dishwasher or like the couch, like fluffing all the pit, like everything. It has yeah. to be perfect. And it, like to me, I'm like, how do you not want it done like this? But I don't know. Maybe it's neurotic. Probably a little bit, but a little bit. <laughs> but if that's what you like, but it, it looks nice. Okay, yeah. making a house a home over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what was that other video, the one that you were talking about, like like girls that I think it too was long. something about the. the Oh, was it? Was it the George is an angry girl? The one that was talking about, like, um, I guess it would be about that. Yeah. Really. Because, I mean, this is, like, all about, like, the sunk cost fallacy. Yes. And it's, like, feeling like yes. you wasted too, or you, you spent too much time with someone and you don't want to move on. Sunk cost. Is that, like, an economy thing? I think so, but, right? like, I've only ever heard it, heard people use it about, like this situation oh okay women don't want to leave or men don't want to leave it goes both ways but yeah it makes so much sense I think in like I remember like high school econ learning that term where it's basically like if you already paid for something an investment yeah like you already paid you can't take that cost into account when you're like taking when you're like making accounting for like something else like yeah the cost of something like you already paid for that so you can't keep counting that and essentially like you invest in something, and even if it's not working out, you feel like your investment is worth more than if you were to, like, abandon what yeah, you invested like in. like, you could just walk away. Yeah. Like, that money is long gone. It's okay. It's kind of like if you buy food, and, and it's <laughs> gross. You don't have to good. finish it. You don't have to. You feel like, well, what a waste of money if I don't finish it. Yeah, but that's it's like, sunk cost fallacy. There you, you go. Already, you just you already it. pay. <laughs> yeah so that applies to relationships is like super eye-opening and important to keep in mind too yeah because like going back to like being young and in a relationship and then not wanting to walk away years down the road because I already spent all these years with him like all of my life all of my youth you know it's never too late like let it go if it's not working out for you yeah and I, I get that it could be hard because yeah, hell yeah. I mean, like easier said than done with that situation. Yeah, people absolutely. get very comfortable and like, and sometimes you just really love someone, and it's hard to let yeah. it go. Exactly. No, yeah, I've definitely been there. <laughs> Always, my advice for everyone for that is if, especially if someone keeps fucking up, is to just keep charging the money. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's literally only for people that can't walk away from something bad. Because, <laughs> like, they're going to run out of money. So 
they're not worth it, you know? Yeah. Like, what, what are they providing for you at that point other than headaches? I mean, I just, I always feel like people assume that they can't have all of the things that they want when it comes to that. And it's always like, because I always hear my friends being like, oh, I really like this guy, but he's not this or he's not good mm. at this. And I'm like, okay, well, a third option, because they're always like, well, could I, should I just stay with them and like hope that it gets better, or, like find someone else or whatever. And I'm like, you could just find someone who has all the things that you want. Like maybe they're not going to be perfect, but yeah, you don't have to settle as much as people think. True. That is so true. And also maybe you are not settling, but you're like prioritizing the things that you want and need from someone like if they are the person that makes you feel so loved and respected and it's reciprocal maybe that's when you invest in like growing together and like maybe they don't have all the traits that you want but you're not trying to change them but you just want you're like okay there's someone worth growing with you know yeah it's, so it's hard though yeah and like Pros and cons, like, if you really love someone and it's something, it's kind of back to that neurotic thing, like, is it that deep, you know? But don't compromise, like, your standards and boundaries at the end of the day. But sometimes, like, it does take just some growing and nurturing each other. But I think that is, like, a healthy relationship when you're nurturing each other and helping each other grow. Like, sometimes you're not going to be perfect immediately, you know, especially if you're younger, like, there's a lot to learn. Yeah, so. and I think, like, a lot of what this all boils down to is, like, people thinking things are so black and white, and, like, it's my way or no way, or it's his way or no one's way, and it's just... Yeah, it's gotta know never yourself. black or white. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, as much as vi- advice as, like, I can give or I hear, like, at the end of the day, you can't take something and make it apply to your life all the time. Like, everyone's situation is different, and... Yeah, especially going back to, like, the spiritual stuff. Like, take everything with a grain of salt. Like, if it applies, okay. But, like, put your own thought and your own experience into it and, like, make sure that you can trust your intuition. Because I feel like sometimes when they get sucked in, into this stuff, they you, like, lose your intuition because all you have is, like, this, like, guidance from this new Jesus wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> You need to be able to trust yourself at the end of the day. And that's why, like, I fuck with, like, the spiritual girlies that tell you that it's all within you, Mm -hmm. I think. Like, I like that idea, you know? And, like, everyone can practice whatever they want. But, like, that's kind of, like, my brand of spirituality is, like, the whole, like, God, the universe, everything is within you. It's everywhere, you know? Like, not in, like, the narcissistic way, but in the way that, like, you can tap into that within yourself. Yeah, and, like, you don't need to just follow what everyone says about whatever it is because, like, everything applies differently. Yes, exactly. And I have, like, a random thing. This is, like, so, like, it's not off topic, but I was, like, thinking about Kanye right now with the whole, like, I am God thing. And, like, I've been reading Animal Farm (laughs) just because, like, (laughs) I want to read more, but, like, I cannot sit my ass down and, like, focus. So I was like, okay, Animal Farm, this book's like 127 pages. It's like so short. Yeah. But there was this one part I was reading where I was like, oh my God. It's like where one of the pigs, like they run off this other pig. They're like campaigning about like a windmill, like building a windmill to like have energy to like run all the stuff, whatever. They're getting like all political. 
And then one of the pigs, they run him off, the one that wanted to build the windmill. And then he, like, disappears. I don't. I haven't finished yet, so I don't know if he comes back. But I think his name is Snowball. And then the other one is Napoleon. And he's, like, after he's gone, like, a, a few weeks pass or whatever. And then he's, like, actually, I wanted to build the windmill all along. Like, it was, like, months later. And then all his followers are, like, yeah, this was his plan all along like the whole time he wanted to to build the windmill but he had to run off snowball because snowball was the bad influence and blah 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 and it just like reminded me of like literally kanye and everyone trying to twist everything that he does (laughs) into like this is his plan this is his his plan yeah like it's people that idolize people too much this is what y'all sound like I mean, and and that's what's sad about that specifically is, like, I used to be a fan and, like, graduation gave me so much inspiration to, like, drop out of school and, like, follow music and, like, pursue my dreams. But, yeah, now it's just, like, I think that is what happens when you're struggling and you don't have anyone around you who is real with you. Yeah, exactly. That's what, like, I felt really bad after watching the documentary did you watch his documentary? I forgot it was called. No, honestly, I've, like, written him off since, like, the first couple things that, like, started going on. And now to the point where it's, like, he's fully anti-Semitic. It's just, it's like, crazy. Un- it's so unacceptable. It and is. It's, just dis- it's honestly so disgusting and it disturbing. Is. It's disturbing seeing people defend him. I mean. Talking about, like, this is his plan all along yeah. to get out of his contracts. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, even if that was his plan, like. People think that's okay to be spreading that yeah. type of message. And then also, like, all the all of, like, the the talk about it being, like, tied in with his mental illness. And it's, like, uh, like, yes, there are layers to, like, mental illness. And, like, not everything is one way or vice versa. But, like, it's not an excuse to just be blatantly yeah. anti-Semitic. Yeah, no. It was, like, even that Gabby Hanna stuff. Like, she was, like, saying all this crazy shit, and everyone's like, oh, her, she's mentally ill, too. And it's like, why are people saying all this weird shit when they're having episodes? I think, like, that has to be in you already for you to be saying that. Right, and, like, I guess I can't, it's hard to say because, like, I've never experienced, like, psychosis like that, but it just seems like there should be someone around these people Yeah, being like, look, even if you're struggling and you want to say this stuff, it's extremely detrimental and yeah, harmful. Yeah, like you got to figure out a way. And you have a huge platform. Let's not, huge. like, say stuff that's going to influence people. Yeah, and, like, that's why when I did watch the doc is what I realized is he literally has nobody. Like, yeah. not a single soul. So, like, that's what, like, made it, like, kind of sad. Like, watching some episodes, like, or the second part, I think it's two parts, I don't remember, um just made me so uncomfortable there's this part where he's having a meeting with like these like three like white dudes or two of them i don't know and just seeing him talk crazy and seeing the way they're looking at him like people just still use him for business even though he's going through all this shit it's like i felt so uncomfortable and just like sad for him but like obviously all this shit is inexcusable but like yeah like you said i've never gone through psychosis or anything either but i've seen a lot of people talk about it on tiktok like spiritual psychosis like people talking about like when like they see angel numbers and basing their whole life around angel numbers and that's so scary and i can't imagine being in that whole mindset 
But I was watching another video talking about like red flags for like words that are like for spiritual people. Was um one of them was like the whole star seed thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, and that makes so much sense because it gives people like this sense of like grandiose and I don't know. Oh, it's when crazy. I I'm not gonna lie, that is one that <laughs> when I see that, I'm always just like, okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't believe in it. I just when everyone that I've seen use it, it's just questionable. It's like, but how do you know that you're like a starseed? You know, I haven't really looked into it, but I did on um, FKA Twigs mixtape. There's like a part where she her. has that astrology girl. But I love her. I love her so much. And I feel like it was more of like a satirical kind of little thing. Yeah. Even like that girl's voice, the astrologer, just like felt very like, this is satire. I'm not sure. But there's a part she's like, it's a full moon tonight. Yeah. Like, when, like, something, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, the star seeds enter through the full moon energy, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, how do people know if they're a star seed? I don't know, but I just feel like if you need to, like, create this sense of, like, otherness in this way and you, like, don't want to be lumped in with, like, everyone else sometimes it is coming from a place of like narcissism yeah that's true because i feel like they probably just preach it like well if you feel like you're meant for greater and, things. and i've seen that i've seen people be like this is what it means if you have this this and this you're a star seed and it's oh, literally really? like it's literally like if you're creative if you think you're special if you think like this and i'm like those are all normal human emotions that's why like, i feel like <laughs> it's so like just predatory on just like it's preying on people that want to be greater but are probably also vulnerable and like yeah. haven't reached like a level of being like making a name for themselves maybe and just needing to cling on to something to give them hope mm -hmm. and like I like to take a little bit of everything and, like, learn from it. I like this and that. Like, conspiracy theories, like, they're fun to me. But then you see how people get sucked into them. Yeah. Like, when they take it too far. Like, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Like, my God. Like, conspiracy theories. And, like, that's all leading to, like, all this anti-Semitic shit, too. Like, a lot of them go back down to, like, anti-Semitism. And, like, I never really knew that. Because, like, the ones that I liked were, like, um, <laughs> what's, like, the trees the mountains or trees have you seen that <laughs> it's so crazy it blew my mind basically mountains are old tree stumps of giant trees back in the day okay. so it leads to like jack and the beanstalk like i like the fun ones <laughs> okay <laughs> i was like <gasps> that's like not harmful to anyone. yeah <laughs> i haven't got that deep into it so like i don't know but i thought that was really cool because then it's like showing pictures of like the tree stumps that turn kind of to rock and like they're small, but they look like mini mountains. Oh, okay, and I was yeah. like, this is yeah. fucking crazy. But yeah, so like I'll entertain the ideas of the conspiracies, but the way people like, well, like I'm sure you saw the people like going in on Doja Cat's party, the Illuminati keg and all that. Yeah, I've seen. Okay, so like if all this is real, like now what? Like what do they want us to do? They say everyone's asleep if you don't believe it. Okay, I believe it. Okay. Now what? <laughs> like what am I supposed to do? Like, People are driving themselves crazy reading into everything and like just becoming psychotic about it. Like people become paranoid over this shit. And like yeah. I would rather just be a sheep than look into everything and have the CIA lock me up. 
because I figured it out or something. Yeah, and it does get scary. I've been in that place where like yeah. I'm so deep into conspiracy theories that I d- I'm scared of everything. Dude, I remember <laughs> in high school watching that video of like the industry, like the music industry, like the Illuminati shit. Yeah. I was so scared. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> there's bands outside my house. Like they're coming to get me yeah. over some YouTube video. Like, I don't know. I mean, that shit was fun, but I like being a little scared. It's just fun, but... Yeah, I can't imagine, like, continuing to look into that. And it being, like, just your life. Yeah. Have you seen that guy on TikTok that talks about, like, clones and, like, the famous people that, like, wear masks of other famous people? No. (laughs) Dude, it's so crazy. Like, what do you say? He said, like, Doja Cat is, like, Gucci man's wife or something. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? And then they're saying, like, Kanye is Ray J. And okay. like somebody else, and like, <laughs> and he's dead serious too. I think the funny thing too is like being, being someone like new to kind of LA, but like I've been around circles with like these people, like people who might even have conspiracy theories about them, and like seeing like they're just normal people. <laughs> and the funniest thing is like, it's easy to believe that stuff when you like don't encounter these people. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just so hilarious. Cause like even I've heard like things about like my relationship, like, oh, that's like PR, that's press. Really? I'm like, girl, first of all, do you think I have enough money to pay my boyfriend to be my boyfriend? Cause you're wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Like who's paying that for that? Not me. I'm dead. What the hell? Um but you know, sometimes I guess stuff like that does happen, but Yeah, no, for sure. It's pretty hilarious when you, like, see it up close and you're like, this is a normal person. And that's why I feel like with the whole Doja Cat with her cake, I feel like she was just trolling everybody because she knows how people love to talk. She was just like, give them something to talk about. Like, if I was famous, I would probably do a little shit like that. I was just talking about this with, like, April and Silent Chris. Um, For, like, you know, like, music videos, if there's, like, the checkered floor, everyone's like, Illuminati. Like, I would just be throwing that shit everywhere (laughs) (laughs) just to get people talking. Like, there's people that make serious ass like content about this type of stuff so i don't know it's just you can't be getting sucked into this i guess that's the message the theme of all this and like spiritual psychosis and just conspiracy theories and religion you know like everything's fine if you're just like not crazy about it i don't have discernment and yeah please no kind of just yeah just have like a discernment and know that everything is not black and white yeah and especially for like spirituality and like religion i think like the big thing to like maybe realize is like you have to do it for yourself that's it like if you realize like you're out there like trying to suck other people in like now you're a missionary like that's weird like (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) and like obviously like that's fine there's like spiritual creators that help other people but like when they're out there preaching like that some type of people are bad that's weird you know like yeah there's so many different levels and layers and and people are so multifaceted and so dimensional like you're not I mean good people do sometimes do bad and I know it's even scary to say things sometimes you're like someone's gonna take this out of context but like that's the craziest part about like our internet culture is things are so there's no room for like discernment or like gray yeah and like sometimes good people do shitty things sometimes bad people do good things and sometimes people aren't bad or good yeah I think that's like the biggest thing is like 
people aren't their actions. So, yeah, and sometimes, maybe sometimes they are. Maybe yeah. there's some I things mean, some people that are real like, shitty. <laughs> right, but yeah. but yeah, we shouldn't crucify people for saying or doing anything. Like, kind, as long as you're growing and learn. learning. Yeah, let yeah. people learn, let people change and grow. Sometimes you really don't know better and you need someone to tell you yeah. you fucked up. I think especially for younger people. Because, like, if I would have had access to social media when I was, like, in high school, like... That is so scary for me to think about. Like, and word. so many people, I think young people are so scared to like of everything they say because they, they don't want to get it taken out of context. They don't want to get canceled, and it's scary because it's like people are afraid to make mistakes, and that's like yeah. how you kind of grow sometimes. Yeah, yeah, especially like high school. Like, holy shit! But like, you're a human being and you're going to make mistakes. And even though it feels like the end of the world and it's so scary, like if you use it as an opportunity to just do better or learn and like give yourself some grace, you're not probably not a horrible person. Like exactly. I think if you're like learning, willing to learn and like genuinely. Yeah. uh, Like apologizing. Like when you look at Kanye and his apologies and then how he goes on to say other things, I'm like, this man is not learning it's sad yeah i think i mean after like the first kind of like huge scandal where you're like saying something (laughs) like dangerous yeah yeah it's scary but um all right let's see what else so i had seen a tweet i sent it to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy okay um she said my single 60 plus year old mother needs a man she's super lonely this is why I'm so against telling women it's okay to grow old and alone. Do not grow old and alone. It's not a pretty sight to see. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about it. Imagine saying that about your mom online. Like, you would not say that to her <laughs> face. You would that not so say mean. that to your mother. I feel like she would. Maybe not, though. Uh, you would call your mom not a pretty sight to see i guarantee you're not saying that to her oh that's my crazy god this is like pick me energy so usually i have to like the, the max pick me <laughs> patrol segment <laughs> so this is this is it this is her this is pick me and like this is the crazy thing about pick me's is like they can be picked quote-unquote picked already and still be out here like saying shit like girl you got picked why are you still pick me crusaders yeah like they're just i don't it's crazy to me and i saw a lot of people kind of replying and being like okay if your mom is lonely maybe that's because like what like what are you doing why aren't you being there for your mom instead of shitting on her because i think telling people that they should be scared to grow old and alone is a lot worse also like Did she tell you that she needs a man and she's super lonely? Like, maybe she did, but if she didn't and you're just assuming that, like, that's kind of crazy. Exactly. Like, how do you know it's a man specifically that she needs? Because maybe she is lonely. Maybe she wants her kids around Yeah, why aren't you hanging out (laughs) with her? But you're busy tweeting about her. Maybe she wants friends. (laughs) Exactly. Like, do something. Do something. God, yeah. So, that is the Pick Me Patrol. Um, my, My message is always, like, friendship is like so important Mm -hmm. like always cultivate friendship around you because even if you are married like the older you get like someone's gonna die first like that's sad to think about like god but yeah like you should have friends because even if you are married like hello your husband could die like now what 
And it's also just important to have, like, different support systems for other yeah, things. Exactly. Like, you can't only rely on your husband. Yeah. But so. I think where she says, this is why I'm so against telling women it's okay to grow old and alone, is so wild. Because it's like, uh, there are a lot of women who are fulfilled and live lives single. Yeah. I always see stuff about, like, the happiest demographic is single childless women. Yeah. So the math ain't mathin. And it's like you this is what happens every time someone tries to create a rule that is supposed to go across a whole gender. Yes. It's not how it works because yeah. people are, are different and you can't just apply one rule to the entire like it's so judgy. Yeah. Like she's just judging and it's just like if you wanna be old and alone, okay, if you wanna have a partner, if you wanna have friends, okay, like do what you want. But, like, again, like, why push that mentality onto other people and judge them based on how, like, you want to live your life, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that's, like, that's just Bible for everything for the episode. Do what you want to do, yeah, <laughs> period. Don't push it on anybody else. Don't judge anybody based on any other standards or anything else like that. So let's... Uh, Play your song one more time, oh, just yeah, for yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I feel you. I feel the same way whenever, like, April will be editing, like, some of, like, my video yeah. stuff. I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> no, but it's so good. It's so catchy. Thank so you. excited. It's dropping tonight in the future. And thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around. Make sure to go follow Almond Milk Honey. Was it Almond? Almond. Almond. Okay, cool. <laughs> Anyway, you want to say it's saying fine. it wrong yeah. the whole time. Okay, I say almond. Yeah, um, and listen to her new song, Miss You. And where can everybody follow you? Um, at Almond Milk Honey on Instagram. I think my at on TikTok is it's Almond Milk Honey. And then Almond Milk Honey on everywhere else streaming platforms, YouTube, everything. Sounds good. So excited for the album. Everybody will be keeping an eye and an ear out. Do you have like around a date you plan or just? Just next year. Just next year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. All right. And everyone, you can follow me at Ash underscore Friday on Instagram and Simpin After Dark on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And follow my Spotify playlist on at Simpin After Dark also. Actually, that one's by Ashley M91 with two Ys. I found like another um, playlist that copied my name and all the songs, but it was not me. So <laughs> Ashley M91. All right. Thank you again for Thanks. coming on. It was fun. And we'll see you guys next time. Um, bye.